0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Is, is, is the camera rolling before we, before I start? I need to know if the camera's rolling.
2: Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. It's your host, Hatches in the building. T, you in the building today, baby? Yes,
1: sir. I'm always in the building. When when you can't see me, I'm still here. When you hear me, you know I'm here. Get your popcorn ready all day. I think for some reason, we
2: always hear you, dog. Always. That's that right. Hey, and don't forget to subscribe on the
1: Himalaya app or ever get your podcast. Yep, yep. And definitely, if you want to hear the audio (laughs) version of this, definitely tune in. Uh, Check that Himalaya app out. Uh, subscribe, swipe, share. But if you want to see the beautiful faces with these voices, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. Go to youtube.com slash Yes, sir. Yes,
2: sir. Shoot, this week on Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast, we're going to talk a little NBA, right? We got the bubble. We got the playoffs coming up. Mitch Richmond, the Hall of Famer, right? One guard, two guard, three guard, plays all the positions. Something you don't know a lot about. See some basketball, so... <laughs> I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you a little bit on game today and bring my boy Mitch to
1: the show today, baby. Hey, man, let me tell you something, man. I I I love when you try to knock some of the greatest off the pedestals that we're on. You know, myself <laughs> and Mitch, we're hall of famers. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, oh, I mean yeah. you might want to yeah. get on our level.
2: Yeah, you, you got <laughs> me on that one. Hey, that's all right. No, but like, and you know, me and you, we know Mitch forever. Um, right. You know, it's a, we, we both play basketball, play football. Of course, we think you know. All basketball players want to play football, all football. We want to play basketball. Right. Um, like you say, you think you can play basketball, you can't. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't wait.
1: But when we get him on here, we're gonna ask him. We're gonna Ooh, ask him. Ask him in. In. who's the best. Ask I know him. In. I know I'm the best. I know about anyway, him. when we get on the screen. Nope. Even when he gets on the screen, I'm the best basketball what? player that's gonna be on the screen. Uh,
2: I doubt that. But anyway, but no, one thing I know about Mitch, like I said, i known him forever now. Um, but he was a football guy. You know I said he when he wow. was in high school he loved he loved football. I remember he's, he loved the Dallas Cowboys, loved football. He always thought he could possibly play college you know, football. You know he has got
1: those big shoulders, you know he's what, it, he, def- he he defense he defense so he offense. I'm probably just, I don't I don't see he's not a receiver. he's uh, he not a receiver. receiver. He's not quick. Twi- yeah, I would say twi- anything enough. tight end or maybe defensive end or something like that.
2: I mean, he looking so big now. He probably de-tackle, but he go he gonna hate me for that one. Um, wow. But no, cause you know how it's funny. Like you know, basketball. All the basketball players have the exact same story, right? When they they everybody goes out for football one time, right? And they're seventh eighth grade. They put on the pads, put the helmet on. They see it on TV, and all those skinny basketball players go out there. I don't play receiver. I'm gonna play DB, and they go out there and they get hit one time. They be done. They never go back what? to practice. It's like you ask all these NBA guys that. They all have the same story. It's hilarious. Wow. But, yeah, we're looking forward to having NBA Hall of Famer Mitch Richmond is in the building, six-time yes. NBA All-Star, six-time NBA
1: All-Star, right? Yep. Shoot, NBA Five-time champion. NBA team, 2002 NBA champion with the Lakers, uh, most notably known for his time in the in, in Golden, Golden State. State Warriors, run TMC. Run Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and Chris Mullen. Man, those three boys, they were lighting it up. Man, I, I hate that their careers got yeah, management wise, got cut short. Yeah, you know, but For man. three
2: years—they only played three years together. I you know, know. If bro, you that's look at crazy. it, if you look at it now, especially after watching the last dance, you see how the the management kind of broke up the team more than the team broke up the team. Right. Like, just think if those guys could have played five, six, maybe even ten years together. You know, they got—they could have right, right. had a dynasty with a couple more pieces. Yep, true that. So there it is. But yeah, coming to the stage, my boy Mitch Richmond, NBA Hall of Famer, on Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. And don't forget to subscribe on the Himalaya app or every get your podcast. No doubt. But well, welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready
1: podcast. It's your host, Hatch, with my boy. Yep, yep, this is me. Y'all know who it is. That's right. Your boy T.O. is in the building. For everybody that's listening, I am very, very hyped about this. Get your popcorn ready. ready. Welcome
2: to the show. My man Mitch Richmond is in the building today. Hall of Famer.
1: What's up, Mitch? What's what's going on, baby? What's going on? How you you doing, man? Oh man, man. we. So we go today.
2: Yeah, you look good, buddy. You look like you on vacation right now, and I know you're in Calabasas, you know. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why you look like you on in Malibu when I know you at the crib. <laughs> hey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yo, so today we're going to talk, we're going to get into, a. We, we've had Oscar award winners on, we've had Grammy award winners on, we got Hall of Famers, of course, you know, T always, uh, you know, bless us with some of his Hall of Fame buddies. But for the first time on Get Your Popcorn Ready, we finally get to talk about some NBA basketball. Something uh, T something she t- don't know nothing uh, about. Something, oh. something <laughs> that between oh. the
1: both of us, something between the both of us, me and Hatton, <laughs> that I'm very much so well versed in, more so um, than him. And athletically, I am well rounded of a basketball player than he is as well. And I'll let you touch on that, Mitch, because I'm pretty man. sure. I'm pretty sure, Mitch, you an honest guy. I know your wife. You are a man of integrity. You have seen Mitch. You have seen yeah. Matthew Hatchett play. And yeah. you have seen T.O.
2: play. Now, who would win in a one-on-one, Mitch? Let's just start it out. Let's, who go win in a one-on-one? Yeah. Not not today. Not today because my hip. <laughs> I can't play today. But it don't ten, matter. Ten years
1: ago, ten, ten years, years, years ago, 10, 15 Whoa. years ago, who was Whoa. going to win
2: in a one-on-one contest between me and T.O. in basketball up
1: to 11? Let it be known, bro. Let Foul, it be and, known. And,
2: and fouls got to be called. Fouls got to be called, man. <laughs> fouls got to be called. H-
1: Hatch, Hatch you, you, you know I love you, man, but oh, shit. I mean, damn, I'm sorry. Hey. I, 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 you know, you know T.O., you my boy. God dang, man. God. Come on, man. Hey, just be honest, dog. Hey, <laughs> you, man. You, man. Hey, it's listen, okay. All of us hang out together. All three of That's us. So right. I, don't, I don't want this to hurt our you know I rep, you know, our you know, our friendship. Hey, trust me, our friendship will never be ruined. It would never be ruined. Never. Hatch, hey, I, I a- Hatch, I don't know, man. You I, I don't know. know. Mitch, Mitch. <laughs> okay, Tito look, okay, okay, okay look, look, thing, Tito, look, T. Look, T, I'm gonna break, I'm gonna break it down. So they know TO might get you though. Thank you. Thank, that's all. That, that's all. That I mean, like, seen. listen. Wait a wait minute. Wait, now. wait, wait, wait what, what, say, what, what do you?
2: What do you say, Mitch? Give Let's me a. Back. Give me a twenty second. Me,
1: listen. <laughs> listen now. 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 Definitely. Like, say if I was the coach right now. Okay. Yes. And I was yes. coach yeah. both, You know what I'm saying? And I said, okay, like you know, To, you can play both sides. You can play the, the defense and the offense. Yeah. Yeah. If I need a bucket, I might have to go to To. You know, if I need a bucket. Okay. You know what
2: and okay. Now, what if you need to stop on the other end? Well, I,
1: can, well I, I, well, I, I will have to say this. I don't have to take T.O. out the game to put you in because he's gonna play <laughs> on that end too. But, but <laughs> <if> I'm <laughs> gonna put you in. I'm gonna put somebody else out, and I'm gonna put Hatch in so he can defend because I know he can defend. But I hope you get. You know, I hope you don't defend without fouling because hey. he can defend. No one you, thing. I I,
2: I you you know I what, ladies you know what, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the shortest episode of the Pop Popcorn Ready <laughs> podcast <laughs> because Miss Richmond is on here lying to the whole I world, love everybody, it. I and I can't. I I tried. to help.
1: I tried to help Hatch with his shot. Plenty You of did. You he did. My help. You know, I, no, I no, I I, there's one thing mean?
2: that I say when when I would play, there's one thing I would say before I shot every shot. I always say stick my butt out. Cause that's right. one thing I picked up from Mitch on my jumper. You stick your butt out. You you'll <laughs> get your, you get that automatic bend in hey, your wait knee. A minute.
1: Hey, what? Hatch, hatch, wait a minute. What, what are you talking about? You stick would say out. stick your butt out because you would get the automatic bend in your knee. Well, I, I, you, I, I was trying to say bend. I wouldn't really try to say stick your butt out. I was just trying to say get your bend. You're bend this guy, yeah, but bend no, down. But, but no hatch. Like listen, I always told hatch. You know, you got some nice little form, but if you just, you know, don't shoot at the top of the arena. You try to shoot all the way. You try to <laughs> try to shoot it at the top of the arena. It goes. It goes. It goes on. He down. had too much. Too much art. Too, too much, art. much art.
2: Hey too team. Art. Okay. Okay. So let me ask you this then. Let me ask yeah. you this. Okay. If you got ten shots only from the three okay. point line, right? Who you going to take, me or T? Just ask, ask.
1: I just ask. I just said. You just ask. Quit trying to find a way to
2: win, dog. Hey, i T, I'm going to find one thing. i quit trying to find
1: a way to tell you what. Quit trying oh, to find I a way to I, I, I hate you y'all. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
2: yeah.
1: I appreciate this. Welcome to Get Your Popcorn Ready for all yeah. the yeah. listeners out there. You just heard it from an NBA player himself. He one, count. Of the, one of the members of <laughs> one TMC, Mitch Richmond. He just basically gave the world uh, his answer. Listen, man. Matthew Hatchett, quit trying to find a way to finagle him. Hey, it, this is he. Hey, he is like a uh, when you cross examine. You yes. keep asking the same, yes. asking a different question, like, expecting different a different way. answer. Yes. That is not going to happen here, people. He has already spoken. The man has spoken. Hatch, let's move on to another subject, please. Now, Hatch, you can play now. We're not saying that you cannot play. You are absolutely. Not, absolutely you can play. That's I'm not not, we're not hey, saying Hey, that.
2: Mitch, I don't, don't need your backhanded compliments now <laughs> that you done put me on blast. Hey, that forget all that. But okay, okay. so. So
1: you one know you are, one last yeah. thing. Yeah. If is hurt, I will play you 48 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Okay. If is hurt, I'm gonna oh, play I minutes love it. K. You know what I mean? I love it. If T.O. is healthy, I, I, I might get I might get him 38 and give you team. How about that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, I'm, it's gl- okay, I'm, g- no, I'm you glad. Okay, I'm, I'm glad your opinion
2: means nothing to me, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Oh so you, goodness. so you, so you know. Okay, so let's 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 twist it around a little bit, though, because okay, ladies and oh gentlemen, I think that you guys, uh, of course, you guys know Mitchell Richmond as an NBA Hall of Famer, and mm-hmm. his first love was football. Actually, kind of like T. T played, you know, football, went to the NFL. It was I was an NFL opposite. Hall of Fame. It was the opposite. He was a, he's a uh, lover of basketball, but so tell us what position you could have played, and if you think you could have played high high level college or in the
1: NFL as a football Mitch. Well, I, I really do think I could have played in the NFL. Uh, of course, you do,
2: and we we know it's. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, of course. What you. you think about that, Ash? You don't really. I know. I know you couldn't. You don't got no. <laughs> you don't got no fast twitch you do like, man, man, like don't, man, don't, but man, he doesn't need he doesn't need to have fast food. There are he needs he needs that to doesn't he, require yeah, fast if week. you wanted to play defensive tackle. Yes, you could have played D tackle.
1: Okay, let, let's <laughs> let all, everybody know. First, first of all. That's a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, okay, like listen, I, I had the hands, brother. Like I was a tight end. I played defensive end and tight end. All okay. right. Mm-hmm. So anything was close by me, bro. I was nah. catching Okay, no, did, did so, you play in high did you play in high school? Well, I stopped around around ten.
2: Uh, it was too physical for you right too physical? no no, no. I,
1: I, I found something else that I would that I really and truly like and I was gonna go back my senior year but everything mm-hmm. was just flowing out so well that I just said, hey, I'm just gonna stay out of that sun you know I mean I'm from Florida, bro. It's hot as heck out there. Homie. <laughs> I stayed in the gym. Right. Okay. Damn. Okay.
2: So, so take us back a little bit from your Florida days. So, you high school basketball. So, what high school did you go to in Florida? And then how how that uh, transition go from your high school to your co- to your junior college, which you went to, and then the college. Right, so that's right, how right. That yeah, well, I went
1: to I went to about three different schools, and that's probably why I didn't really kind of finish a season in football because my mom was always moving. Mm-hmm. I went to probably three or four different middle schools. Uh, we was always moving, uh, and so you know, changing places every, every, all the time. Uh, I didn't play. I didn't start playing basketball until the tenth grade. Uh, mm. Football, you know, in Florida, you know, in Florida, you know, the first thing when you're born, and then you're, a, and you're a black man, mm. you know, and you're a boy, you know, they put a football in your hand, and so mm. that was our first love. And so, uh, so once I started playing basketball, you know, I started getting a little taller and started started enjoying it. I uh, never really was looking forward to to looking at it as a as as professional. It's just something that I, I I looked at and then uh, that I really and truly liked. It was fun and it was so easy for me. I think from going from football to basketball because I, I learned all the tough stuff. Yeah, in you learn all the contact. You know, you wasn't scared of of contact. You weren't scared of the hitting. You weren't scared of the physical play. And so I went to when I went to basketball, I just thought everybody was soft. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so what what really propelled me uh, in basketball early, I can only jump and, uh, you know, I can rebound and I can I can dunk. And so what really and I can shoot a little bit. But I, I think what propelled me was that I was tough and I wasn't afraid. So it, it kind of like my physical play kind of helped me to kind of involve in what I was now. Right. What so I what's up? So
2: when you was in high school, like, what was your you know how many points in high school did you average? And since you oh, weren't right. considered a score, like, when
1: did you become well, a score? No, I, I was considered a score, homie. I'm just saying. that. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't get it twisted. <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted, homie. I, I, I stayed that first year. It was my tenth uh, year, so okay, moved right, to varsity, and they already had you know uh, seniors and everything like that, but I was still playing. Mm-hmm. And so my junior year, I, I think I averaged like 23 right out the gate. Oh, okay. Twenty-three and sixteen. That's my my senior. Same thing. Twenty-three and by sixteen. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I was always knowing that. I, I just kind of uh, my my game kind of evolved a little bit. My juniors start shooting out shooting outside a little bit more,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and then I knew that I had to go to college. If I had to go to college and play, um, if I wanted to play in college, I had to move my position because I was playing the five and the four. Mm. Uh, so if I wanted to uh, play in the league, or if I, not the league, but in college, uh, I had to move my position to the two guard. So uh, going from high school, I went to, I went to three different high schools. I went to Deerfield High, I went mm-hmm. to uh, Dillard High, and then I, I graduated from Board Anderson. Oh, okay. Right. So I, you touched you, you touched on a little bit, and I think that's what Hatch was hinting on right. as far as that transition. Right. What was it, I guess, you know hearing you uh, explain like there was a difference between your sophomore and your junior year Mm -hmm. and you explained just the physicality of what really your mindset is what enabled you I think with your confidence to be able to play so Mm -hmm. what was it that really clicked or what was it so much of a difference um, in between your sophomore and your junior year that you saw that okay I'm big I can rebound and then now your junior year you're like a prolific score You're, you're a shooter Uh, working on working on the aspect of my game that I know I didn't have. Um, Okay. I I knew that I was a rebounder. uh, You know, I can, I can post up. I was good around 15 to 16 feet, uh, but I didn't have the deep ball. So that's was the, one of the things that I was working with them in the summer is trying to improve that. And also if I wanted to play in college, I had to improve my ball, ball handling skills. So uh, each and every, Uh, summer, it was me working on something and working on the overall game to kind of get me better. Mm, Right. So, and then from there, you went to K-State. So you go to K-State and you become like. like He went
2: went to junior junior college before he went to K-State. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Yes. So So when I went to, when I went to junior college, it was another uh, me developing. So like we had a, we had a heck of a team, Um, you know, we were, there, there were some sophomore guys. Uh, that was there already. That team was really good. Adding me that even made it better. I, I remember my coach said, if I come here, I probably wouldn't start because we got so many uh, great players. And I'm like, man, if I come, I'm start. You
3: tripping.
1: You know what I mean? So for, for there, each and every year, I had to continue to kind of get, um, get my skills up to par. When I first played in high school and when I got to junior college, I used to shoot the ball to the side. And uh, my coach said that I wouldn't be able to get that off. Uh not playing man, playing against guys that, that are athletes, playing against quicker guys, playing against smarter guys, everything like that. I had to move the ball uh here to the top of my forehead. And so those two years was uh, really a, a learning experience for me. My first year, uh, I averaged uh I averaged 10 points. My my uh my my first year as a in junior college. We had we had uh, eight guys led us in double figures. So wow. I was one of the 10 points. We had a uh, our leading score averaged 16. So everybody was 11, 12, 13. So we had a crew. And then my, my sophomore year, I came out the gates. I, well, my, my my freshman year in Juco, we got to the tournament. We beat the, the, the team out of Michigan. They was 40 and old. And wow. we, we wiped them out, and then now we're getting ready to play another game to get to the championship. We uh, all of my all of my teammates, the starting five, got um, food poisoning.
3: Mm, I was the serious. only
1: one. I was the only one didn't get food poisoning. And so, uh, so during the game, the guys was going to try to play. Uh, they tried to play. They couldn't do it. And then, so that was a coming out party for me. I probably had about twenty eight, something like that, twenty five. And uh, so next year, I, I was an All-American, but I only averaged 16 points. So it was a gradual thing each and every year. So when I went to K-State, uh, my my first year, I, I, averaged, um, what, I averaged 19, 18, 19 points. But I played my 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 junior year with a with a rubber cast on because I had broke my wrist and I didn't want to sit out. So my whole my whole junior year, I'm averaging 19 points a game, and I and I got I got a, a rubber cast on my shooting hand. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Okay. That's so so I got I got two questions here. So the story five. So I. So was it you that poisoned the guys? <laughs> <that the> <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, it was <laughs> you. You kind no. of just you kind of just indicted you yourself, young fella. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I no, no, not no, not at all, man. You were the only <laughs> one that didn't get poisoned. I, I know it, it was it was crazy. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. It, it was crazy because <laughs> like, we had such a good team, man. We was looking so far. We knew we was gonna beat this other team. Right, and, uh, um, and just for those guys to be sick and not get to the championship because we, we we felt like we had the better team and uh, not right. to, to win it all. And yeah, I mean, I'm okay. I so, so my yeah. other question was, because obviously we all have like different routes to get where where we are. Uh, mm-hmm. Hatch, like I said, went to a small school. Mm-hmm. Obviously you, like I said, me, this is information for me because I didn't know you took the JUCO route. So mm-hmm. for all our listeners out here, like again, were you opposed to going to a JUCO knowing the skill set that you had, Did you feel like you should be, you should have been at a Division One school? Well, I, I was recruited by Division I schools. Uh, right. I didn't have the grades. Uh, okay. So, so I had to go JUCO, and it was, and I can remember, uh, University of Arkansas, at that mm-hmm. time they had, uh, who I can't remember who was the coach, Sutton I think was the coach, mm-hmm. but they had Joe, uh, Joe Klein and they had Alvin Robinson. So I went on a visit uh, to to University of Arkansas, and they were playing uh, Houston, Akeem Olajuwon. So that was and I wanted to go to this game because I'm a big Olajuwon fan, and Houston fan, and seeing Clyde Drexler. So I, I I'm and, and 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 what used to happen with the Houston uh, uh, the Houston uh, college team was you had to get to the game early because they would do a dunk contest before the game. Oh no, wow. wow, they were all pros. And like they would just do a dunk contest. So I got to the game early, man. I couldn't wait, man, to see these guys. And then I saw one run out. Mm-hmm. I saw Clyde Drexler run out. Mm-hmm. I, and I, <laughs> right then and there I said, Man, I ain't ready for college basketball. <laughs> <laughs> reality reality check. I was playing the four and the five. I got to go up against Elijah one. No. Oh, no. No. No, sir. No, no, no. I say, man, I got – and it was a blessing in disguise for me because mm-hmm. I, I got better, I gained more confidence, and then I learned a two-guard position. You know what I mean? So with my physical play, and then I, I, you know, I was practicing and getting my game back on my outside play, it all came together right on what well, by the time I got to k state
2: right, and again, that's kind of what we're trying to always like preach you know it's it's the process it's of the becoming process. great, you know you're you're not just going to see something and say, I want to do that tomorrow I'll be ready, like no, you have to go through that process of seeing what you can, cannot do, doing what you can and cannot do, and then of course, in the future. Then if like you said it comes together over the years, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah you it's only stuff, yeah, it's yeah.
1: only a few of those, you know, diamonds in the yeah. rough. When you think yeah, about there guys here. that go literally from high school, you know, to the pros. You know, you have right. right. had your Kevin Garnett's, your Kobe's, right. your LeBrons, and and and, and guys of, of the like. Right. Um, so yeah, so yeah, that process in which again that's yeah, that, that's so refreshing to hear that a, it was an eye-opener because again, right, you were a realist that you saw right. you thought you were ready. Right. right, but you, you weren't ready. Yeah, like, oh, <laughs> let me I was, I my race. Ready you know I coached at Saint John's, and that was the one that was the hardest thing to tell a young kid. Yeah. Because you know, they they see you, they see TO, they see those guys, and they see them at the top of their level, and they're like, man, I right. be like that, and they want it so fast, they don't realize yeah. that Michael had to take mm-hmm. a journey too, to right, right, right. and I always tell guy your journey is different. You can, Absolutely. cannot be like Michael. Your journey cannot be like T.O. or like Hatch or like right. mine. You right. have to you have to write your own script and you have to go through it. You have to do the hard work. If you don't do the hard work, shit ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Absolutely. Hey, let's take a little break. We got to talk about our friends over there at Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, Hatch, if you want to be discreet and make a lasting impression, hey, this is the way to go. Yes, sir.
2: Try the chewables that have the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Hey, like they say, man, first
1: impressions go a long way.
2: How long
1: do they go? Yeah, and on top of that, if you want to be discreet, you don't want anybody to know your business, That's the beauty of it. You can get it mailed to your to your residence, whatever the
2: case may be. They box it up. Nobody has to know. Nobody knows, and they work faster and get into your bloodstream quicker. Oh yeah, yes sir. In and out, huh? In and out like that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we go pop it quick like popcorn. Oh yeah, I'll get it popping, no doubt. Pop them Blue Chewables. (laughs) It only takes a few minutes to connect with BlueChew.com. Here's a great deal for you guys. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code GPR. Just pay $5 in shipping.
1: Yep, yep. And that's go to BlueChew.com. That's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com. And remember, first order's free with the promo code GPR. Yep, yep, let's hatch, let's pause for the cause for a minute. We also gotta talk about our friends over at Keats.
2: And did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair. Yo, Hedge, do you have to go to the doctor to get a prescription for this? Nope, you sure don't. So you used to have to go to the doctor's office for hair loss prescriptions. Now, thanks to Keith, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy to deliver your medication every three months. You can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visit. If you're ready to take action to prevent hair loss, go to Keith.com slash popcorn. Receive your first month of treatment
1: free. Go to keeps.com slash popcorn. That's dot com slash popcorn.
2: So again, so you were first round to come out of K state, right? Number five pick overall. Uh, and again, from again, from a perspective, a fan perspective, you were always out West. Um, again, you were the, you had 23 on. You wasn't Jordan, but we wanted you to be Jordan, but you weren't Jordan because you, you know, you yeah. we were Jordan fans. No but again, you was you you was killing it, but you didn't have a great team around you. Like how right. frustrating was that for your first couple of years?
1: Yeah, well, I think the the my my first three years, I had the best team. I mean, as far as like guys playing together, getting along, mm-hmm. even though I won a championship with the Lakers, uh, mm-hmm. that was a fun team to run TMC team. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to the playoff twice and we only needed a couple players. Right. Uh, the can propelled us to be a, a championship team. But, yeah, coming in, man, it's just you're, you're wide open and, uh, you know, you know you put in the work in the summertime and you, now you want to display it. And then for me, coming from Kansas State, a lot of people didn't know me. So a lot mm-hmm. of people didn't know about the draft pick and I went number five. So I was really ready to show people that I could play and I mm-hmm. was and, and I played with a chip on my shoulder. So,
2: Mm-hmm. um you know now, it, but now back then I, I again I know this is 1988 right yes 88, 88. so did they have the lottery then were you a lottery pick then or they just yeah.
1: okay yeah yeah it was a lottery pick then and but back in the day uh well they don't have it like now where each and every player that's coming into the draft goes to a summer camp and they right, yeah and they split the guys up and so when I went into that when I went into that uh, that summer camp at that time, with all the players that supposed to go in the draft, they had me um, positioned to get drafted between fifteen and twenty five, because mm. mm. you know, a lot of people didn't see me that much. A lot of people didn't know, and they had five other guards in front of me. Mm. And so, do you, do you remember those guards who were in oh, front? Yeah, of yeah. You? It was like Rex Chapman, Hershey Hawkins, uh, mm. yeah, a couple of guys. We always remember who in front of us. We always remember. It was those guys, and then so. But when I left, when I left that 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 place, I was in, in, in and at, at the time, uh, Don Nelson was actually our coach. So they mm-hmm. used to have NBA coaches coach each and every team, and it'd be a tournament for like a week, a week and a half. And so uh, I, I came out of that averaging like twenty two a game, Oof. and and uh, and then that's when they said that I could probably be, I could probably go from either three to eight. Mm. So, right so basically that right there you went to a best of camp based on right. draft status and your stock rose right mm-hmm. um you know right. in in, the, in, the, in that camp so yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's always one of those things too then too obviously like i said where they paired you uh the guys that they paired you with and then where they projected you. you said 15 to 25 right a lot of that was probably due to that you went to a juco and right. then obviously you went to K-State. K-State it's not right. like now, as you like where we are now, there's so much accessibility, mm-hmm. you know, with, with tape and recruiting that they obviously, like mm-hmm. said they you kind of got lost in the shuffle. You didn't have some of those, like, you know, these prime time games right. where, you know, you got dupes and uh, yeah. the Kentuckys and things of that nature where you were able to, to kind of be revealed. Right, <clears throat> right. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think my junior year gave me confidence. I I really wasn't honestly, to tell you the truth, man. I really wasn't looking at the pros like that. I was I found the sport that I really kind of enjoyed and I loved it, and I was going to do it the best I can uh, uh, to try to go as far as I can. And uh, and so my junior year, I I got I got uh, asked to try for the uh, World University Games, and it was a lot of guys trying for the World University Games. And so coming from K-State, all these other guys, Arizona, all these big schools, I end up going there and actually pretty much playing very well and, and actually leading the team, getting picked and leading the team and scoring for the World University. And Coach, uh, coach from uh, Duke was the coach. Coach K was the coach. And uh, and I think that gave me confidence in my senior year
2: uh, mm.
1: to really kind of like feel like, hey, man, I'm putting in the work. Hey, Let's just go all balls out, man, and see what happens.
2: Right. Yeah. Because when you came into the league, you were obviously very confident, right? You came in one rookie of the year, right? All, all rookie team and all that stuff. It's like you were because, again, back in the day, we didn't have all of these channels. Like T just said, we didn't have we couldn't just look at your game on YouTube. Right. Like if You was on the East Coast. We couldn't watch a West Coast game. Yeah. So we you would hear Mitch Richmond. And like I say, you saw the accolades, but you, we couldn't see you. So right. we didn't even right. get to, or get to you know, get that household name except Run T M C the marketing of Run T M C uh for you guys out there that don't don't remember that, that was uh Chris Mullen, of course Mitch Richmond and Tim Hardaway. It was the, those were the three. How do you feel that that big three stacks up now where they have all
1: these other big threes? Would you guys. So you Essentially, it seems like y'all were the, the big first three before that was right. That, right. That, I mean, right. That a big three. Mm. No, I think we, I think we can match up. I think, you know, that's, you, you look up at it, you look at it. I mean, it's been 30 years ago, bro. Right. That, that right. Played, <laughs> that, you know what I mean? That we played that type of pace and you know, now these teams are playing that way, but we were playing right. that way way back when, and and, and it was a fun way to play because we all got along, (laughs) we all moved, Mm -hmm. and and we all knew our roles. And we knew that get the ball to Tim, run the floor, you Mm -hmm. know, Chris Mullins is the sharpshooter, Tim is the guy that's gonna handle the ball and get us the ball, I'm gonna either post up or I'm gonna shoot you from the three. So it was, we we worked well together. I think we averaged 72 points uh, amongst the three of us. Uh, Woof! it, it was just it was just a fun way of playing, man. We so was if, playing if you guys could have stayed together, because
2: mm-hmm. you guys only played three years together, right? right? They broke you guys up. I know you didn't like that, uh, of course. None, the whole city didn't like that at Golden State at the time. Right. But like, if you guys could have played 10, 12 years together, how many yeah. championships think you guys could have won?
1: Well, I, I don't know how many championships we would have won, but I definitely think we would have been in the mix. <laughs> Right. Would uh, know, well, you got one, you think, in Golden State? For no portion about it. I, I think we would have. because at, at that time, when I came in the league, man, every team was potent, man. We were playing against grown men. You know what I mean? Great right. yeah, Be- you know, beards. Yeah, you know, you <laughs> the guys that ain't have no hairline. I mean, <laughs> I mean you, up, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and because and as young boys, I think you look at it now, the whole league is young. You the, whole league is young. And the whole league is young, but we were coming in when, when Portland was at, at their best with Clyde and, and, and Porter and all those guys that they had over there mm-hmm. and, you know, and Michael, you know, in Chicago and New York and and It was just so many uh, great players all around the league, but just like you say, a lot of them wasn't known. You know what I mean? But it was great mm-hmm. players.
2: Well, again, so after you left uh, Golden State, went to Sacramento. Um, again, your scoring was going up. Again, but you, as the Sacramento as a team, again, you guys weren't up. You know, in the top four in the in the in the conference, you guys weren't going playing many playoff games. It's always interesting to hear a perspective from a great player like when you weren't on a great team, you want to, mm. you want your games to be the big games. You want to be in the finals in the in right. the, in the conference finals, stuff like that. Like, so how was that experience in Sacramento, not knowing, or knowing
1: that you weren't getting, you know, probably weren't going to make it to the championship at the end of the season. <sighs> that, that was probably the hardest time in, in my career. Uh, wow. so, you, know, it, it, you, you know, I really didn't feel like I was in the league. Mm. Uh, or I felt <laughs> like I, when I left, really, man, when I left Golden State, man, it was, we were on the rise. It was fun basketball. People really still didn't know Golden State, but mm-hmm. they were coming around. And then I, I get traded to Sacramento, and it was a young team, uh, mm-hmm. really unprepared. Front office was uh, was all over the place, and I had never ever lost like mm-hmm. any season that I played. You know, we always had a winning record, um, and and to go to Sacramento and then start losing and then be. Be known as a loser, man. That's that's tough to take, especially mm-hmm. you had a sport where you think that you you want to be at your best. And, you know, you don't made it to the league. You know, mm-hmm. made it to the top of the of the sport, and you playing. You know, with a team that's a dud. I mean, man, mm-hmm. that was that was hard to take each and every night. Because yeah. like <clears throat> as as receivers, as,
2: like, I'm bringing the T. Because as receivers, especially T, you know you as a, we can only do so much. We need the quarterback to throw us the ball. We need the lineman to block. But in basketball, I just feel like you're in more of a control, right? There's only five guys. You can have the ball in your hand as much as you want. Mm -hmm. Like, why didn't you shoot more? Like, why didn't you have the Kobe shot, obviously, a lot, right? You never shot like Kobe shot. You never shot like Michael shot. But again, your shooting percentage was high. 22 points a game when you're at Sacramento is great, but... You could have averaged 32 points a game, but you still feel like that would not got you guys to win?
1: Well, I, I think it's a, a combination of a little something like this. Well, Kobe came in with, with Shaq, mm. jones Jones, uh, Van Exel, all these guys that you have to pay attention to them. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when you, and, and when, when people are paying attention to me, they're running – sometimes they would run double teams at me, they will run three guys at me. Mm. And so it was hard – I don't want to take a, a, a bad shot. You know what I mean? Right. I got to find out through the whole scheme of to take a good shot. But each and every night, man, it was difficult, like, mm. trying to maneuver that. Because then I, I got better each and every time. I got smarter at it. I got better at it. I knew how to handle double teams. But each and every night, man, they were running somebody at me. So they were limiting my shot. So I had to find ways to get to the free. Mm. Line. And I had to find ways when that double team is coming. How do I get a big a foul on a big guy when he's running up towards me? I got to act like I'm going to try to go around him and get a foul. And then now that slows him down a little bit. I get to the free throw line. Now he's not going to come as hard. So it was mm-hmm. so many kind of ways that I tried, I tried. I had to play. And that was hard playing. You <laughs> want to play with other other talent. Because then you have to watch them too. And then you can also do your yeah. thing. that's why it was so much easier when I played with the Warriors. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, uh, with, with Hatch's question, I mean, um, I'm thinking too. When he asked that question, right. I didn't see you as a high volume type of shooter. Right. Um, obviously, like I said, you know, coaches are going to put you in the best position uh, to win. So again, when you when you when you describe the TMC with you, uh, you Tim and, and Chris, and you was like, uh, you know, Tim ran the floor. Right. You know, Chris was a sharpshooter. Right. And then you. You know, you oh. you posted up and you played outside as well on the perimeter. So right. you 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 guys pretty much covered all of the all of the bases in which you know you guys were were being successful. Well, I think what was interesting, you know, uh, hearing you talk about you know going from losing. You know, at Golden State, and then you go to Sacramento Kings, and right. you've never really lost before. Can you right. share a little bit of a little bit about that that mental aspect of you know how you had to adjust to go from winning and losing? And then my second one is, you know, knowing that you guys were knowing that you were starting to lose, did you did you not put the team success you know as a priority and then start going for individual success? Because I I heard you say that your scoring and everything stayed stayed on par. Right. So mm-hmm. with that being said, it's like, did you kind of sacrifice the team goals versus right. individual? Uh no, that's that's a good question. And I and I think I think I can answer that this way, is that uh and and you you've seen it in, in the Mike documents and it's a whole different mentality that Mike had, but all the players have. Mike had it in the sense of of that he was playing a game within the game. Uh, So he had to get mad at the guy that was in front of him. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He had a great team. He knew Mm -hmm. that they were gonna win, but what was gonna get him motivated was the guy Mm -hmm. that he had to hate in front of him. I took on the same thing that it wasn't the guy that I hate, but I knew that he was trying to take something from me. I knew that that if I didn't play hard, it was gonna be easy for them to just trap me and I give up the ball and I do that. So I wanted to make sure that I was gonna guard you hard on, on, on defense and i was going to give you everything i had on offense and so so what i had to play i had to play a game within the game because we were losing but the one thing i didn't want to do is that i had started so well my whole career i wanted to continue to keep that consistency and that's when you'll be a great player and mm. so I, I so i worked hard and i i said that i'm not going to because people were looking at me and saying i'm going to sacramento then i'm just going to be just an average guy now but mm-hmm. if I continue to keep playing and keep pushing and, and keep working on my game and show that every and every night even though I wouldn't even look at the score sometimes T. I wouldn't even look at <laughs> the score cuz I knew we mm-hmm. losing
2: yeah, you I, know you losing I, I knew we <laughs> losing just but play I hard
1: it hard and, and, I, and guys would be like damn man you play hard as shit like you know what I mean like but right, I had right. to play that way because I had to get that respect and then and and then that's what I had to take on because I knew I was losing. I had to play a game within the game. I wouldn't even look at it. And I couldn't really kind of not not play with the team because then that's the ill-advised shots that I'm talking about. So right, right. it was a way for me that I had to really kind of in, in, incorporate them, try to encourage them. I wasn't a guy that really kind of get down on guys, but I would tell you at times that what you need to do and this and that. Uh, so I was I kind of like most you ain't you ain't know. never cursed nobody out
2: though. Yeah led by so example
1: you, you so ain't yeah, never cursed nobody on, later later on I did uh, who, 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 who you remember cursing out shit OP all the time. Old all <laughs> old Napoleonies, that's our guy. You, you got you got you got on them? <laughs> oh every time man old would be in the in the in the uh in the locker room ready to fight all the time. All right. <laughs> So, so that, so, so other elements of your game, so the yeah. leadership, other, yeah. other characteristics of your game started to, started to flourish or, or, or blossom outside. Going to a new team, taking right. on different, uh, different, different, uh, characters, egos and stuff. Yeah. And locking lock tough. on different players. Yeah, man, it, it was tough, man, because like, I, I, at that time, the organization was not moving in the right direction. Right. right. So then each and every diet, like I, I, I'm going to tell you, like, like T, you did it where you like shit, you want out some places, right? Right. Yeah. I was doing that, but I was doing it quietly. You know, every <laughs> so, every- so get, so give the
2: audience an example of
1: doing it quietly. Like, is that, is that you're doing it behind closed doors? Hey, 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 run, run, running up to the office every day before practice and say, hey, man,
2: damn, man. Hey, what y'all, what, what are we doing? What are we doing?
1: <laughs> you get me <laughs> out this joint, man? Come on, man. Get your I, I, I tell you. A funny story. When I got traded, I got traded. I didn't know the rules, right? I remember calling my agent when they traded me. They traded me so dirty. When they traded
2: you to Sacramento,
1: traded me to Sacramento, yes. and it was the it was the opening season of my third season. It was the, no, yeah, my yeah, my third season. No, my fourth season. Fourth season, right? Season. It was the opening of the game. We're in Denver, and I knew that I had been, you know, traded because it was at that time Don Nelson was. The general manager, and he was, and coach. the head coach, and yeah. that's terrible. Right. And he was, and he was drinking, so you know, <laughs> oh, man. so it, it, it wasn't even, it wasn't together. So right. I knew my name had been out there, but I'm like, okay, cool. If you're gonna trade me, if I get to Boston, if I get to one, if I get to New York, that's if I lot. get to twenty oh, it's on. You know right. what I mean? And so right. I can remember getting ready to go down to the bus for the first game. Uh, Don Nelson calls on my phone in the hotel pick up the phone. Uh, he said, can you come down to my room? I said, oh, shit, this is not- <laughs> 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 I said, like, this motherfucker trade. So I go down there. He got the latch on the door. And you know them old hotels where they used to have the air-conditioned in the back by the window? Like, oh, right, there? right. So he's sitting on the air conditioner, And I walk in, and the only thing I said to them, I said, man, don't tell me you traded me to Sacramento. <laughs> and, and he said, I traded you to Sacramento. I, <laughs> I slam the fucking door and say, "Yeah, thank you, bro. I appreciate it." Welcome. Have Have <laughs> you have, when? Was, he traded me to sack, man? When was
2: the first time you seen him since he traded you? And what did you say? Well, to every him after
1: every, that? every Every time I see him, he got something from me, homie. Every time I see, him. every yeah. time I see, him, he tried to talk to me. He tried. I like man, nothing. I will. I will. Like just deuces, huh? Just deuces. Oh. You don't want to. No, you don't want to hear. I, I, I will say some shit under my breath, but only he can hear. No question about <laughs> it. No question about no. it. Oh, I was pissed. Come on, yeah. I was pissed, yeah. and it was only because I w- I feel like it was only because I wouldn't sign. I was becoming a free agent, mm-hmm. and I he can- knew you was gonna get out anyway. And he knew he was gonna get out. I can remember him coming to me. I can remember him coming to me, man, uh, in the uh, in the airport one day, and saying, uh, "Hey, man, do you want to be here?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I I, I do want to be here. Yeah, I, I mean, I love this team. I love it." He's like, mm-hmm. "So." Why would you why are you not signing an extension? Why are you not sign? I'm like, what, what? I said, okay. So at that time, uh Chris Mullen, he had just gave Chris Mullin three million a year, mm-hmm. right? I think 3.1, something like that. And I and I said to him, I posed the question. I say, so I said, who do you think is the best player on the team? And he said, mm-hmm. I think Chris, and then I think you know, your comment like that. I said, Well, if you think I'm the second best player on the team, give me three million. Right. <laughs> $3 million. You, <laughs> yeah. You gave him three one. Give yeah, me give three me million. three. Yeah, give me three million. He was offering me like 1.8, 1.9. And, so, and what I said to him, I said, listen, I want to be here, but I'm going to show you that I deserve that money. So Right, you're years, worth yeah, it. Yeah. I'm, I'm worth it. I'm So don't trade me. I'm going to show you. It's not saying that I don't want to be here. It's saying mm-hmm. that my you, I'm not going to take one nine. I'm not going to take one eight. Right. Right, right. So he traded me and then that's when like yeah, uh, yeah, I hate him ever since. Wow. We got we got NBA <laughs> Hall of, we got NBA <laughs> Hall of Famer
2: Mitch Richmond in the building. Okay, so you went um so Sacramento Kings 7 years, right? Then after that you went to the Wizards. Right. Went the who? Now, went to the Wizards after Sacramento. I played over there. The bullets. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. oh, I'm. You're right now. No, <laughs> no, no you right, right. right. I'm gonna say because nineteen sixty eight was the bullets. No, <laughs> 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 oh, it was the Wizards. Was it the wizard? Okay, but before that, the they were the Washington. Okay, yeah, was yeah, yeah. It was. It was a tough time at that. Particular. And that wasn't again. That you. You kind of again. You played ten years in the NBA. Yeah, you right. weren't. They weren't winning the championship. You know what a championship right. team looks like. Right. And after that, you decide to go ahead and take you know your talents to Los Angeles. Right. You know. Um, came out to the Lakers, you got a ring. Now, mm-hmm. of course, from a, from a perspective, from looking back, uh, especially like a, a role player like I was, mm-hmm. um, from players that were all-stars, mm-hmm. future Hall of Famer, right. you're on a team, you're about to win a championship, right? but you're not contributing like you were at Sacramento and Golden right. State. Right. What's that, you know, that inter turmoil within yourself saying, man, I want to do more. I'm right. not doing more, but we're winning.
1: Well, 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 Phil heard that, too, homie. I was right? up to Phil, too. Like, yo, man. Like, so I can remember I was playing a about probably about 18 minutes a game, beginning in another year, you know, and he was like, I'm gonna play you 20 minutes, cause it was. That's what Phil Jackson told you. Phil Jackson told me, you know, he's gonna play me 18 to 20 minutes a game. And I'm like, cool, I can handle that. You know, you got a young star and Kobe coming out. I can mm-hmm. play my 20, I'm gonna be out of this thing in probably two, three years, so whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And so uh, all of a sudden then he stopped playing me. And uh, he told me that uh, he's just gonna rest me for uh, the playoffs. And I'm like, okay. I said, man, who you, what? <laughs> Man. I smell. I smell a rat. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> come on, man, you gonna harass me? I like. First of all, I gotta get some. In, I gotta get in tune. You can't yeah, I gotta get, get in shape. shape. Yeah, yeah, I gotta get in shape, but I gotta get ready. I gotta get tuned up for the plan. You can't do that. So it was. It was. It was like. It, he would come down at the end of the bench at times, and it would be like four five minutes left in the game. He'd say, Mitch, you want to play? I Man, you ain't played the whole damn game. Come man. Play them y'all for I ain't fucking getting that there fucking uh, dribbling the ball off my foot. <laughs> like, man, come on, man. All right. You know, I'd have been in the last four minutes trying to get 20. So was, already playing every time. So I was like, nah. hey, you would have became, you would have become a high volume shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then he would have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so like, nah, I am like, no, man, I'm not, no, nah, I'm not. And then so when that happened, he you know, he he didn't play me. So in the playoff, mm-hmm. he didn't play me. So for me, like that's a good question because what I looked at and how how what helped me to kind of get through that because I knew I could play, mm-hmm. I knew I can contribute, I I, I knew I could uh, help the team. But what helped me get through that time, even though it was tough times, was that I could remember the guys that played behind me when I was in Sacramento, when I was at the top of my game, when I was at Golden State, I was at the top of my game, and what the type of friendship that we had when they were going the game before me, I would try to cheer them on. So, and even when I was in the game, they would cheer me on. So I'm like, yo, man, I'm gonna pay that re- pay, pay that back. I'm gonna be on forward. forward, like yeah, 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 yeah playing uh-huh. like those guys. Like they were cheering me on, I'm going to cheer this team on, even though that I'm not playing. And because mm-hmm. you know, I, I felt like I'm worthy of it. But hey, you know, I'm in a position that I I played a long time, and it's, it's probably uh, passing me by. Right. So yeah. So with, to, to to piggyback uh, Hatcher's uh, question, mm-hmm. so winning the championship, knowing that you really didn't play a lot or you didn't right. contribute, does that the inside of you? Do you feel like a champion? Do you feel like a, a champion considering? Like I said, your body of work, right. does that that does that factor in you feeling like you're a champion versus yes. what the reality of you not really playing? True, true. That that's a good question. Yeah, uh the the uh, me feeling like a champion of my body of work. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Right. And mm-hmm. uh no question about it. I tell you, do you see a ring on this finger right now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, I don't wear it. You know what right, I mean? Right, I don't right. wear it, but I got it. And it's crowd, good right. to, to be on my resume. And the one thing like, I, I really don't like how the media sometimes portray guys and forget right. about the guys that were so dang good but mm-hmm. didn't get the championship. And right, the guys right. that did get a championship, you you put them in a place where they're just, they're glorified. Yeah, they you, glor- glor- yeah, you, you glorify them and like and and sometimes the, the even the role player is right. more known than one of the, the stars on another team somebody that has yeah. to have a body of work or they exactly. rhythm, like yourself. No, no, no question. question. I already know. No, no question. Y'all. So so that in a sense, I just don't think that we always need to kind of like yeah, these guys win championship, but you gotta it's been great players come throughout this league, man. That didn't win a championship. And Absolutely. You know how you know how hard and how lucky you got to be to win <laughs> a championship because there's so yeah. many great athletes, just like football. Yeah, you know what yeah. It's somebody else. You know what yeah. I mean? It's the stars so got line up. So yeah, so uh-huh. I think you just gotta glorify the players, man, that play this game and play it at the top level, and 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 continue to keep keep doing it at a consistent pace. Absolutely. And I think that's, sometimes that's my clap back to a lot of fans that, right. you know, to try to, you know, go after me because I played, you know, so many years and I didn't win a championship or what have you. And as Hash just said, sometimes, you know, guys are just lucky. Some guys yep. are just, they, they went in high school, they went in college yes. and they get in a the pro, they still win. Yes. And then again, to Hash's point, sometimes you just, you, you just find yourself on a team and you're just in the right place at the right time. Yes. Mm-hmm. And for me, I yeah. try to tell people, and there's a lot of players, and to your point, Mitch, that, you know, there are guys that are up and coming now that, that I guess in our era or this yeah. era, where they're not like superstars, but they're well-known, yeah. they're talked about more so than guys that have played the game, yes. you know, well before yeah. them, that, are yeah. you know, that hasn't won championships, but they got more, notori- more more notoriety. So my clapback is always, you know, to a lot of these guys that try to come at me, well, oh, well, you don't have a championship ring. Maybe I don't, but that doesn't, that doesn't deter my numbers. Right, (laughs) Look at my numbers. (laughs) Right. And you can't dispute that. I didn't play like a champion. That's right. For me, that's, that's that's how I look at it. Yeah. Granted. Yeah. We all want to win a championship. That's why we play the game, especially the ultimate, that's the ultimate is to win a championship, but we're not not always fortunate. I, I, I take this back to what you said a little bit earlier when you said you only played three years, with the golden state warriors and y'all made the playoffs only twice right and then you think about what you said is like oh man if we would have had a couple more players maybe we could have won so that's the same thing same concept same mindset that i that i had too like maybe if i we i would have played with a couple better players here and there maybe i maybe i would have won that's the same way in a lot of these basketball games now and even when you play mitch uh guys that 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 are kind of like on the on the bubble on the cusp and just mm-hmm. need one or two more players. You think about OKC what right. they had when they had Russ, they had James Harden, they had KD. Right. They didn't win the championship. Then right. they kind of got broken up. And it's kind of like where Houston Rockets are right now. Right. Before even Russ came over, they need like a they need like one Peace. or two more players. No, really? Yeah. They yeah. were try. They out. They were kind of. It's like a puzzle a little bit. Mm-hmm. They were trying mm-hmm. to do a little bit of that. They brought you know Chris Paul in, brought a yeah. few other players in for Reed, this and that and the other. But it just it just didn't happen. So right. yeah, I, man. To your point, we don't necessarily, no. necessarily have to have a championship. But yeah, that's the ultimate goal. But mm-hmm. you shouldn't feel less of yourself. And right. I especially I don't because right. I didn't win a championship. Right. I played in the Super Bowl. We came up short. But like I said. I can only do what I can do. What you do, that's right. And then sometimes it just don't even line up for you because, right? You know, right. I mean, you go to a team and and but but people don't understand the mindset of an athlete. Right. Even when you go into a season, you like. You look at your team, even though another team has just won in the Super Bowl, but you like, you know what? If everything go right, shit, we, we got, got a, choice. Choice. We got what what a chance. We got a chance. Yeah. We got this. Right. Listen, I was in Sacramento saying that at a time. So, <laughs> I mean, if about 15 people go down, we good. You know, we got a chance. You know, we just keep playing. You know I mean? Right. And keep it, that mentality. It, yeah. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Yeah. Being that you just said that, Mm-hmm. What what team now? Like I said, we we have the NBA. They're playing down in Orlando. They're playing in the bubble, mm-hmm. and and one of the teams that that I think that's going to surprise some people. Right. And this guy, the last few nights, um, he has kind of he has lit it up. And wow. Damian Litter, Lillard, Lillard, yeah. or the Portland Trailblazers, he kind of fits this scenario in which we're discussing that. Yes, okay, absolutely. Right. They may have a chance. They put right. all these pieces together. Everything is aligned. You think about CJ plays well. He plays well. He does what he does. You think about Carmelo. They right. got uh Nurkish that, that's that's coming back yeah, from coming injury. Back. Yeah. Yep. These guys could push push one of these top seeds, you mm. know, and, and, and upset them. What what do you think about you know the nope. the Portland Trailblazers, you right. know, their chances. No, no question about it. Like the the the, the bubble and what has happened is, is really helped the Portland Trailblazers. They got healthy, uh, you know what I mean, and they got a chip on their shoulder. And 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 Lillard is just playing unbelievable. Uh, hopefully, right, hopefully M- uh, McCollum can can get through because I heard he's playing with a fractured back, and that's mm. right, right. Fractured I didn't know that back. Yeah, he's playing with a fractured back. So and and I think another up and coming team that plays as a team. Is OKC OKC is just really yeah. kind of with uh, with a uh, Chris Paul Perry, uh, He got the Yeah, he got the young players playing defense. They're playing together. They have a three point guard uh, head that they just they just moving that ball man and then and, and attacking you. But yeah, I mean I'm 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 enjoying the bubble. I'm enjoying the, 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 the that basketball is back. No question about it. But, mm. but we're just gonna have to wait and see. But uh, Lillard is a beast. He's a beast.
2: Yeah, I mean like. That's kind of like his game is kind of like my game. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, when I when no, I, I, just, get, I just I just I, lost, when,
1: I just lost. I can't hear you. Some <laughs> <laughs> some just went out. Something just went out. Okay, so
2: okay, so Mitch, we were on the show, we do this um, start one, bench one, cut one. Okay. On on the show, right? So I'm gonna All give right. you a couple scenarios. Okay. So just as a shooter, shooter alone yeah. alone, right? Start one, bench one, cut one. Larry Bird. Okay. Chris Mullins, Reggie Miller. Oh, my. Man, come on. (laughs) Come on, man.
1: Hey, Hey, what is it? Hey, that's we how we do, do it, game, baby. Come on, dog. We gotta do it, dog. That's just so disrespectful, man. Hey, you gotta start one. You gotta bench one. You gotta cut one. What you gonna well, do? Well, I'm, with I'm them. gonna, I'm gonna. Well, well, all of these guys was in their prime. Yep, best. Yeah, in their prime. Ooh, I, I know that. I, I came out with a, counts. Came out with a with a. Uh, 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 I I came got out it, with an uppercut. I'm gonna I'm start one. I'm gonna uh-huh. bench one. Got a cup, then one. I'm gonna pass out and then I don't, know I'm do <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stop when I pass out in it and I'm out. I'm, I don't know.
2: I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay I'll, give you, I'll give you an easier one. Come on, you, man. Geez. I'll give you an easier one. Okay, let's go. Um, college basketball, okay, right in the right when they was good. The uh, okay, UNLV starting five, okay, the Fab Five, okay. Or Illinois, the Illinois five when they had Bardo, Kendall Gill, and all of them. Oh, they were nice. Yeah, nice. which one? Mm-hmm. Start one, bench one, cut one. And okay, so who is this it's the Fab Five? Fab five UNLV and Illinois. UNLV.
1: Okay, I go because UNLV was winning championships. Dang. Running rails, running rails, so baby. I'm gonna I'm gonna start them. Okay. All right. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to bench the Fab Five. Okay. Ooh. And okay. then I'm going to, and Illinois is going to sit it out. You're going to say, oh, okay. All right, you, <laughs> didn't, you didn't like the Kendall, Kendall Gill and them boys? Well, and I, just... I love, I love, wait a minute. I love Kendall Gill and them boys. I love them, but you that, 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 bench. Five that's your bench in the UNLB. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Start bench and cut. He got yeah. he got, he got you know He's what what cutting, he's but cutting the foul five. He's exactly. benching in Illinois and yeah. he's, start, he's starting to run the Rams. Yeah. Okay.
2: All right, I got, I, I got one more. I got one okay. more. I'm going to make this one a little <laughs> bit tougher. Right okay. from the point guard position. Okay. Woo-hoo. Right? John Stockton. Oh man. Gary Payton. Oh man. Right? Or your boy, Tim Hardaway. Oh I put I got oh start god.
1: one, bench one, one. My, yeah, my, my screen just went out. <laughs> Tim Hardaway. Just Ooh, bitch.
3: Oh my
2: god.
1: Oh man. What you gonna Ooh. do? Huh?
2: Yeah, you got to This one you got to answer. We get your pass on the first one. We gotta,
1: you gotta answer this one, B. Oh man, <laughs> uh, yeah, we could have said Beyonce, well, well, uh, <laughs> Rihanna. I'm saying, like, listen, man, this this is Ashanti. hard. This is hard because it can it can go either way. You know what I mean? Because. Both of them my both, and I love I played with John Stockton, played with uh Gary Payton in the Olympics. Okay, yeah. okay, so that, so let us help your let me help your scenario. Okay, all right. You're you're the head coach, y'all yes. going into the playoffs. You're the head coach, y'all going right. into the playoffs. Right. Mm-hmm. You gotta start somebody and you gotta bring somebody off the bench, and then we already know after just starting the bench, we know who you could so you got to start one and, and you then got you got one coming off the bench you're the head you coach Listen, this guy's yeah. the all-time leading assist guy so okay but, okay then what you but gonna I do with go. him so you' the head, so you're the head coach that's what I'm saying you're the head coach because uh, just see, that's, so that's, that's, ladies and so so nobody, nobody would ever have this situation <laughs> you, won. You, you 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 were, you, you, were in,
2: you were in scouting in the NBA right you were the coach at St John's University this is a right. good well, topic i'm you just gonna
1: say I'm just gonna say I made a mistake, okay? <laughs> I Made a mistake. I am going to start Tim Hardaway, bring Gary off the bench, and I oh, might. Oh, oh! The welcome Get your popcorn ready yeah, with yeah. T.O. and Hatch. We got our guy Hall of Famer. Hey, Hitch, but but what Hitch. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sign John Stockton to a quiet deal, and if <laughs> I'm bringing him back. I'm bringing him back, you know. That was a that was a friendship call right there. You know oh yeah. Okay, I, Already. Got you. I got you. Oh yeah, ready. So, what do you think? Obviously, we've been we we touched on a little bit about the the playoff format. Obviously, the restart of of uh, of the NBA. They're in the bubble. Yeah. Um, how do you? I mean, what have you liked about the restart so far? And can you explain to me, like I, like I said, I'm a basketball mind. I don't think right. other, guys, other people would probably think this way. But you've seen, I guess, that, that the shooting percentage, percentages, they're higher since right, the restart. Absolutely. And right. my, my idea of why their percentages are high is because they're, everybody's shooting in the same gym, same senior. It's mm-hmm. not changing. Right. Uh, nobody is traveling. Right. So no, there's no tired leg. There's no nothing. So right. I think that, in my mind, that's that's what's contributing to attributing uh, to some of the higher uh, shooting percentages. But my yeah, first question I, is, I, what I do think, you think about the restart of, uh, yeah, I, I, of the I, I NBA? Think, I think a little bit of that goes into that. No question about it. Each You know, you're knowing your surroundings. You're playing mm-hmm. each and every night. Uh, I, uh, uh, I think a lot of it, though, is that these guys are mentally prepared. Like, you know, you got so many things... That you have to worry about when you're going to arena the ticket, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Family, like, travel, all yeah, that. Yeah, if you're gonna sit your if you're gonna sit your girlfriend over there and your other girlfriend over there. <laughs> well, uh-oh. I, 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 I oh, I'm man. I'm just saying. Is but, that, is it, that, was that what they do in the NBA? No, I'm just saying, that's not me. I'm just <laughs> okay. i <I'm> in <talking laughs> the thing. They're in the bubble. They're young guys. You see they've been right, right, trying. Right. You see, they've been trying to push some girls in there already. Okay, I heard. I heard. No, no, no. Uh, fans only. No fans only. <laughs> but yeah, and I think I think you get the raw. I think you get the rawness of the guys. Now you hear the like you hear the talking. You see the the competitiveness. It ain't no more. You're looking in the stands and see if your friends or what actor is there or what this that. Like these guys are in tune and right. even this break has gotten these guys to get in better shape. You know what mm, I mean? Right. gave their body a rest. Yeah. And, like, you think about it, if you can do that each and every season to kind of rest your body a little bit and come back fresh, I mean. Oh, be a dog. you'll be awesome. But, yeah, but I, I think it's a little bit of what you're saying, but it's also a little bit of, of these guys just focusing in, man, that they don't have to worry about what's on the outside of going in. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. To your point, I think what the NBA has done is really minimize a lot of the the distractions, um, right. obviously, like I said, less travel, um, all those things. Uh, fans, you know, as you said, you know, the extracurriculars, you know, uh, the the the, the wives, the mistresses, yeah. and things of that nature. But I've seen on on TV um, they're they're implementing, I guess, a protocol for the playoffs where they're gonna have a number, of, you know, you can family members, this and that right. and the other. So uh, let's see if this uh, tinkers or this messes up. What I think was, you know, something right. good, you know. Mm-hmm. On, just on just a, on think, think about it. Some of those guys, like some of those guys, after games or before games, they in the mall the whole damn time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They right, right. The mall, they are going to buy their shoes. They going over here. They are going to get a haircut over here. You know what I mean? Now right. I want to go to the. I want to go to the dealership, man. Look at this car. You know what I mean? I'm gonna go over here, and by the time right. the game, their legs are tied. Now you have no excuse for coming out and busting mm-hmm. your butt. You know but, I, mean, I, I have a question about Zion why what uh, because I I was rooting for Zion and, yes. and obviously like I said, pre-bubble yes. I saw and I heard about what great shape he was in right. and then all of a sudden, he don't the look restart like and then he didn't look <laughs> Nothing yeah. like what no. is advertised or what everybody re- was re- reporting. Yeah. What what do you think? What what do you is you think there's something there? What what is that all about? Yeah, he got he got listen, he he, he gotta get a get a control of it. it. It's like this when you like to eat and you become and you you, you all of a sudden come into money, you eat e- anytime you, any, all you want. Any time, anything, and nobody ain't gotta question you. You ain't got nobody at Duke trying to check your weight. You know what I mean? You could be ordering pizza all night. Like, you, you. when you become in the NBA or the NFL, you're a grown man. Nobody really checks on you on that side. Right. Just mm-hmm. come to practice and making sure that I hope you did the right thing before you got here. Like, just right. like you said, I heard that he was in the best shape of his life. That but ain't it. Like, and still, how he... Not moved, what I saw. He, yeah, right. Still how he no, he's, he's definitely heavy. He's going to have to get down about 260. No question about it to be a beast. Uh, 285... Two ninety five is too too, too heavy. Because it's
2: like w- when I'm watching it, I'm I'm looking at him like, and they're saying you shouldn't you should let him play more, right? He's only playing five minutes, six minutes, right. and all the commentators and on social media, are like, no, let him play more. And I'm like, he barely making it to five minutes. Yeah,
3: he yeah, had five tough,
2: minutes, bro. and he his right. he bent right. over. He like he ain't gonna make think it. About,
1: so <laughs> think about what he did. Think about think about his game. His game is is that that second effort right' him carrying that weight he cannot do that second effort yes. there's times where his his second jump was higher than his first and mm. now you're seeing him his second jump is lower than his first he's like he's one, one of those Yeah, yeah you can't <laughs> you can't get up there so definitely they said that they got a they got a they got a a hell of a plan for him um uh, this off season yeah, i hope so man i hope he so got we, all, we need have it all set for him because yeah all of us man we're pulling for him because one thing yeah. he's such a good kid and he's a mm-hmm. great, great teammate. Everybody loves playing with him, he plays unselfishly. So, so mm-hmm. we're all rooting for him, no doubt about that. There yeah. it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. don't want We got a uh, Hall of Famer Mitch Richmond here. Um, uh, I don't know how much longer we got, but I, I want to kind of touch on a few things. And uh-huh. you know, um, we touched on your career from high school and that path, but I, I, I don't know if I maybe I missed it. Maybe Hatch asked it who was who was who was your idol who was like your who was that guy that 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 basically influenced you or you know once you went from football and you saw that you picked up basketball and that was sort of like your passion who did you kind of like pattern your game after or you saw in your mind was like your favorite basketball player and then you say okay I want to play in the NBA yeah I think it changed throughout my uh you know throughout my childhood I think um when I was young, I, I really didn't look for look, look at athletes like that. You know what I mean? I looked at my my mm-hmm. godfather, my dad, okay. was high, but he was in the service. And so I kind of like, uh, I kind of like how, I loved how they carried themselves. And right. so it, and for football, when I started loving football, the Dallas Cowboys was my team. You know what I mean? Okay. Any, it, that, that blue and gray, when I was a kid, my mom got me that star helmet. And I was like, <laughs> man, I'm, I'm a Lost cowboy. Lost your mind. Right. Yeah, I lost my mind. I'm like, man. And then once I started looking at football, I I was, I really and truly love Tony Dorsett. Tony Dorsett was my guy. You know what I mean? Like, so when he got a chance to go to the Cowboys, I was like, oh my God, the Cowboys? Yeah. So, so Cowboys and, and oh yeah. And, and uh, the guys you talk about. So when I start uh, watching basketball, Dr. J was the guy that I really kind of uh, like try to emulate, not necessarily your game. You, you try to do that on the on the uh, street ball, uh, but but more so than anything, I really kind of like how he carried himself. Uh, I like how he was charismatic. Charismatic, you know. He was he was chill. He was cool. You know, you couldn't get him. You couldn't fluster him. So I kind of uh, went to him. And then you know, in junior college, watching Michael Jordan with his uh, with what what he was doing. Uh, I really, I really liked it, Michael Jordan, but I really liked the guy by the name of Lynn Bias. You yeah. Oh, like, I I heard that. Like, like, yeah, so they had nice. they said, I mean, I was hearing stories about like uh-uh. this guy was was gonna be like the next Michael before MJ. Right. Yeah. He was he was unbelievable. He was 6'8", wow. eight, eight, jumped to the gym. Mm-hmm. Now, he had an 18-foot jump shot, man, that nobody, nobody <laughs> could get to. He would just yeah. drive to the baseline, pull up, and and seven footers would try to block him he just shoot right wow. over there, he had a soft touch. And, and so that was the one guy, I remember when uh driving to go work out and listening to the radio and they told me that he had passed because we had just mm. watched the draft.
3: Mm. Man, I
1: cried like a baby that because I, that's the wow. one reason I wanted to go to Maryland. Um, yeah. Mm. Bias. And so, yeah, so mm. I say Lynn Bias and uh, yeah, that, that's it. So I, I, I didn't really kind of, nobody kind of felt like how I played, I came from football, so I didn't really see Right, Yeah, so, how you described all that, man, that's how Hatch, you know, that's how he is. to Yeah, yeah, man. So hey, I, I get it,
0: dawg. Blasphemy.
1: Blasphemy. So I, <laughs> hey, hey, I, I, hey,
2: that's
1: why I was kind of frozen, dog. I'm like, man, right. this, 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 I, this sounds just like what Hatch? How you described me. I'm like,
2: hey, there, again. So, you know, you know, you're watching the, all the highlights every week, you know, see who balling out, whatever. And we was never like good friends like we are now. But right. I remember the only time uh, I'm froze. Yeah, no, I'm you did. Guys. Yeah, go back. Um, the yeah, only, you oh, did I? Yeah. Okay. So it's like, um, you know, we're watching, you know, the highlights every week about, you know, I said this player's doing what, whatever. I was always watching T like I knew him, but we weren't, you know, good friends like we are now. But the one time that I was like, "Yo, that was some hot. That's something I would want to do. That's somebody I would want to be right now." Is when. To Dallas and he stood yeah. on the star the first time. <laughs> I lost my mind. again. I'm not a fan because very I,
1: disrespectful.
2: You know, very but, disrespectful. But the, the moment that moment in sports history right. was, oh, al- was yeah. ultimate the number one disrespectful thing ever in sports. And I loved it. Hey, that, I that, that absolutely, absolutely love I lost my mind, dog. Hey, if what, that what? was for, if, tw- if we had Twitter on that one day, right, right, that would I right. would have broke the internet. That yeah, one boy. would have broke the internet. Hey, right, so you about to
1: so I already know <laughs> what you are about to say, Mister. <laughs> then that you was a cowboy, fan. cowboy fan. Yeah. You proud here all that, felt, but but that it was, cold was cold sweet, though, cold cold. it was bittersweet. Those things. It was bittersweet because I, you know, I was in the Bay Area when you were balling. Right, when, right. I was in the Bay Area when you were balling, and I, I was a, I was a fan too. Like man, this is my okay. night, You know what I mean? But when you did that to the Cowboys, man, <laughs> like, I hate them. I hate them. What's up with that man, you don't, you don't do that to the cat. You don't do that. But oh I, but my God! I tell you, that's too I, funny. I, I, I tell you though, the the thing that you did when you went to Philadelphia and you played in the playoffs, dog, with a messed up ankle. Yeah, well, yep. I was like, man, ain't no way, cause boy, you, if nobody could get close to my ankle when it was sprained, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, no, no. Honestly, I ain't, I ain't gonna tell no lie. That was that was probably the the, the thing that I that was. I was in my mind the most right. that I was, that I feared most right. of that somebody going down to tackle me right. on my ankle. Right. So uh, if you saw, like, if you watch, like, even now when I watch, when I watch the game, I see highlights. Yeah, bro, trust me. I was trying to pick them feet up and put them down as fast <laughs> as I could. And if you saw Ooh. every time I was on that sideline, right, I that got that down north down. and south as much as I could, but I dipped yeah. out of bounds. We're We're yeah, and I tell
2: you what, it's like all all, and that's your toughness, right? Your mental toughness, yeah, physical right? Toughness of right. being a football player. So of course, Mitch, Mitch, you're one of the tougher NBA guys. Obviously, like mm-hmm. you, Allen Iverson. You guys all had the pass of playing football, which made you mm-hmm. tougher compared to a basketball player. Right. And so audience, right? Anybody out there that you guys go and talk to an NBA player, they all have the same answer when it comes to them talking about, do they want to play football? They all have the same story. I played when I was younger. Mm-hmm. The first time I got hit, I quit. I didn't say <laughs> that, homie. No, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying 99.9% okay. of all no, the players, they all played one That's play. True. You know what I'm mean? saying? And right, they said, right. I got hit and I was done. But yeah, everybody it, who kept playing, you can tell that physical yes. toughness is just different. You yeah, know, what yeah, I'm it's, it's, AI played the, the game different than you know other yeah. point guards. You played the game right. a lot more
3: physical. LeBron yeah,
2: yeah. plays the game a lot more physical. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell who played who put on a football uniform and played basketball as well in high
1: school. Yeah, well, that that is saying that it it don't it it uh, it, it don't knock you off your game. Football don't like when you go to football and the whole time is all competition. Yeah. And and contact, when, you, know, yeah. you know it's contact, it's pushing, it's shoving. It's, it's it's always somebody trying to get an edge on each other. So when you come to basketball, that's normal. Like yep. man, I mean, shoot. I mean, you ain't going to beat me at that. I mean, yeah. I I don't I don't been against the best, the hardest, the toughest each and every night you get your butt whooped, you get back up. So mm-hmm. ain't no way like the the mental toughness is going to be a factor when I go to basketball. That's just yeah. what it was. Okay, so I, I know I know me and T, of course, big
2: Jordan <clears throat> fans, and we all on right. here watched the last dance. Yeah, um, what yes. was what what was going through your mind when you watched the last dance? Did it take you back to a story, a mm-hmm. uh, time when you played Michael, or did it right. kind of bring you more current on you've enjoyed this time going
1: watching Michael throughout this
2: process?
1: Man, I, I think all of it. Mm-hmm. I think you know kids don't understand how you know how great of a team that was and how great he was. Right. Like like, listen, I was one of the first guys to wear Jordans,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and while you're playing in the NBA, and listen, I'm playing in the NBA and I'm, listen, I'm, right. NBA, and I'm wearing, wearing a, his shoes, boom. right? Like right. you do know be I mean? like, come right. on, man, you don't get no. <laughs> I'm like, dang, wow. can, I get, can I get a pair of them, dog? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, so I was I was wearing Jordans. I was I was a, a member of the team Jordan team, but still. Like with me and Mike, me and Mike would battle and we would never talk. And so people like in that, in that, uh, in that, in the, in the last dance, when he's talking about people are talking to him and this, that we never talk. We was always just used to go at each other. Competition, yeah. It was, it was just competition. I just learned that through football. It ain't about to talk. It just, you got to go out and do it. And mm-hmm. if you didn't go, listen, if you didn't make Michael play you on defense, on offense, like if I'm mm-hmm. got the ball and he, he will he's murder yeah, yeah. He, he would just be chilling and get rest. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of like what James Harden do. He don't play no D. Right. Just, he's all for the O. Like mm-hmm. Michael was that one guy though that played both ends. So you had to respect his game because he's gonna try to kill you on the offensive end, but mm-hmm. he's gonna try to shut you down. You know what, right. what I mean? Right. So, so people don't understand. <laughs> I, 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 listen, I was a fan within the game. You know what, mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. But he wasn't gonna know that. No question. Absolutely. About like we were going to play hard and we was going to go at each other that. that's how it was
3: okay i got i got i got
1: i got one i got one one last question okay, go and ahead. Uh, we we we're here with uh NBA all six time NBA all-star Mitch Richmond uh five time all NBA team 1989 rookie of the year Ooh, and you know, we were 2000, yeah 2002 <laughs> NBA champion with the Lakers and you got inducted into the Hall of Fame uh 2014 right. so uh, being that you just mentioned one of these guys, that I'm going to ask you, kind of the difference between you mentioned uh, Michael Jordan, you played in that era, right. played against him, and so you played on the championship ch- uh, championship right. team with with right. Kobe. Mm-hmm. You, you being an NBA player, you saw both, right? Mm-hmm. Right. In your best best way possible, can you tell us and our listeners? Can you give me a little something and share with me and Hatch? Like, what is the difference between? those two, because everybody has said that they're so eerily similar. Right. Um, I was just watching uh, just something on, on Instagram. They were showing some highlights and they had some computer generated right. um, uh, technology where they had Michael doing moves and then Kobe was doing the, the same exact moves. same thing. Right, right, right. They basically said, if you, ju- if you just, just put on different jerseys or whatever, you yeah. wouldn't be able to tell who was who. Right. So, in your in your estimation, in your best way, give us a little something that you feel like was a little bit different. What made them so? Uh, only, thing, only thing different I can say because Kobe, uh, um, Kobe patterned his game, everything he did uh, was behind Michael Jordan. And right. so, for me, in a in a in a little context, I would say the the difference between them. Is their names? <laughs> That's it, <laughs> right? right, right. Like Jordan, you know what I mean? because you know Kobe wouldn't, Kobe wouldn't even tell you when he was playing that he was looking at Michael Jordan tapes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't tell you that he was talking to Mike. He wouldn't mm-hmm. tell you all those things. You know what I mean? Right. Because he was, he was really looking at Michael as hey, I got, I want to be like him. He did the tongue, he did the hand, he did all of those things like Michael. I think the, the maybe the difference. I don't know what the difference is. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying. Michael, no doubt about it. He's he's the man. All right, I, I the greatest. No one can ever top what Mike. he done. And Mike. even with the things that Kobe has done, and I I, I put him up. Listen, I put him one and two. I don't put him above. I just right I, exactly. I everybody put, just yeah. overlooks. Yeah. Yeah, everybody overlooks yeah. his body of work, and they right. just want to just put yeah. LeBron into that no. category. LeBron's no? not
2: in that category.
1: Oh no, it's, it's just a, it's a difficult cause I'm, I'm a LeBron fan too, but it's, mm-hmm. it's a way that you have to go about and put LeBron, you know, in a category, LeBron is in, LeBron was like Michael, LeBron, you can put in a category, He he's in his own category. Mm-hmm. He's in his own category because of the things. He's not a scorer, but he's probably yeah. going end up one of the leading scorers in this league that's ever seen. He can right. he can assist. He's strong. He's mentally. I yeah, mean, I, I, I mentally say mentally LeBron the only is, thing that, that was kind of like early in his career that he was really not solid on his mental capacity. Right. right. I, I just said, when they talk about comparison, yeah. I'll say no. what LeBron has to nod in over MJ no. and Kobe. He's no. like, no. he's the best. He's the best athlete. Yes. Basketball. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. 6'8", yeah. yeah. 245. Two right. And, an and yeah. has not, I mean, you got to, this guy has not gotten hurt. Right. But, you right. know what I mean? Like, so he's a he's a freak athlete, and that's what you said. You put him in the, as, like, the best athlete, but you talk about mentally strong. Michael. Like, first of all, I got to find out what was Mike. I think Mike, uh, I, 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 I texted him. And he was he was drinking that uh you know I gotta t- I gotta get back with him because when that he was drinking yet? well he was drinking that 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 what is that tequila that's his tequila he was drinking boy he was, uh, he was that, that was some yak that was brown was, that was, some hey, yak he, was he was he was telling it all telling it all <laughs> he was, he was, hey that was that <laughs> truth it serum what <laughs> <laughs> hey he was drinking that truth serum boy he was I'm like man with hey, that no, with that three foot you know,
2: cigar. Send me case, man. Send me case. Uh, oh, that good. Yeah, but now nah, we appreciate you coming on, Mitch. Though, I'm man, coming. like I said, talk a little basketball. Like we're just trying to go ahead and keep everything positive. We know every with COVID and, and the right, movement, right. everything going on out there. We're just trying to keep everything, you know, up and uh, just up positive and, and across the across the world, man.
1: You know what I'm yeah. saying? Who, hey, who, before we go, who, who's your who's your NBA champion uh, uh, for 2020? Man, <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Clippers. Clippers, okay, they have hey, it hey, everybody's riding with the Clippers. So yeah, I'm, I'm do you go think to... it's gonna be a huge disappointment if they don't win this year? Because everybody is giving them the nod because yeah, of well, well, I don't think it'll be a huge disappointment because I, I I I mean they still gotta go and do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they, they still gotta, gotta, gotta go and do it in the freak, the freak, the freak he ain't playing. Greek, the Greek freak yeah. Giannis ain't yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah. Boston has been playing very, very well. Man. Yeah, you know, so Toronto's like, playing well. Yeah. yeah. And so it's gonna be. It ain't gonna be easy. I think the Lakers uh, are, are a very talented team. I think they they well they might have a, enough, but I don't know. I don't know. They got to have, have more. They got to have more. Their bitch, their depth is gonna yeah, hurt they them. Got, they, they, they need guard play because when, when Clippers come off the bench, they coming with guards, bro. And they coming yeah. with yeah. guards that can with points. Yeah, yeah. they coming with buckets. Lou Jackson, yeah. Beverly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they coming yeah. with so. We'll, we'll, oh, really. we'll see. But hey, you <clears throat> don't understand that we always do this. Us three. We don't yeah. do. It. It's never a camera around. Yeah, know? we. But we. But we go clown and <laughs> right, we go right. have fun and okay. we go bag.
2: That's what we do, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I love
1: it. Hey, Mitch, this is the most I've ever heard you talk.
2: I know. <laughs> I know.
1: Hey. I don't talk. Hey. I don't talk. <laughs> I know. He, I know. He, he's a mind. <laughs> hey, I know the last time we used running each other, we had Katana, we chopping yeah. it up, we having a good time. Yeah. It's always good fellowship, man. So man, yeah. we, again, like I said, man, we appreciate you. I know oh I have just to kind of get in the, the, the basketball mind of you because like I said, I've admired you from afar. We haven't really yeah. talked about that. Yeah. yeah especially when you talk about run tmc i used to hear about you guys all the time they're being in the in the bay area like right. i said i used to come to some of those some of those games i used to be right. up in the i was up in the nose <laughs> uh, <you know>, uh, <laughs> yeah man
2: was a rookie He was a rookie you ain't getting no good tickets, no doubt, man
1: No doubt, man. (laughs) Appreciate appreciate you guys, man. Always, man. Always good to get together, man. Always, you know? Already. There it
2: is, ladies and gentlemen. NBA Hall of Famer Mitch Richmond on Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast. Right. Peace. See you, man. See you guys. All right, bitches. I'll holla at you. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah.
2: Yeet, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Mitchell Richmond. He can get mad when I call him Mitchell. <laughs> Mitch <laughs> gonna get
1: you, he gonna strangle you guys.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna strangle him back for trying to say you was a better hooper than
1: me. But, you know, we go, gonna, we gonna let that lie. We gonna let that hey, lie. Hey, man, the basketball minds and the basketball gods know, man, they, they, it always shines through on the Get Your Popcorn Ready podcast. You know, you, you, bro, hey, let me tell you something. You should be, you should have gone into to, to being an attorney, bro. Wow. You should have gone because yeah, you're you're I'm not, you're I'm good not an athlete anymore. I mean, yeah, I mean you've been I guess I, I wouldn't even say you'd be a great defense attorney, but oh, you're always no. gonna ask a different question thinking you're gonna get a different a
2: answer. It's answer. not so. gonna happen. <laughs> I tell okay, let me ask you this 10 shots. If 10 me and you put up 10 shots, I'm gonna you win. You, you're going to make more shots than Yes, I'm going to win. Yes. You can't what you, shoot. What are you, you talking about? You
1: can't shoot. Oh, my gosh. I, okay. I, I forget, there's a lot of people that can't shoot, but they can play. You can, Okay,
2: you can play, but you can't shoot. Would you agree with that statement? Yes, everybody has. Everybody goes through that <laughs> moment. You know, Kobe is going through that. LeBron, MJ. Uh, we've all done it. You know? You're not we've
1: part done. of that group. That's they're we've not. All, part, we've all not been through that, dog. <laughs> you just haven't oh. really entered that realm of our ability. That. Yeah. Like great this realm. No, uh, yeah. You you're not one of those yet. But you I'm keep in, going. I mean, hey, I'm maybe, in the Hall of
2: Fame. I ain't listening to I mean, y'all. Maybe I, by,
1: by in, our 81st episode, maybe you will maybe <laughs> get into that category. But we're far.
3: Yeah. I got a, I got a
2: long way to go. I'm yeah. a billion I'm a billion dollars away from a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right. So okay, so let's talk about our three and out segment regarding Mitch Richmond NBA Hall of Famer. Um, I think the, yes. one thing for number one. Like you said, I got uh, a good
1: one. What what you want to start with? My my number one, and it came toward the end of uh, the end of the podcast, was that uh-huh. you know, he said he wore Jordans while playing yeah. the same era against Jordan. Like, yeah. to me, that just paid so much homage and respect, you know, to like who we all know in any estimation is the greatest basketball player of all time, in Michael Jordan. So mm-hmm. that I, I thought that was really cool, you know, especially him being who he is, accomplished right. what he's accomplished. Uh, right. now, like I said, you talk, you talk about the different eras and time periods in which guys played in, um, that didn't, I didn't, I didn't really see that happening. Cause I, I mean, you think about the, the guys that had shoes, I know notably, um, uh, Not a lot uh Domin- huh? Dominique Wilkins, he had the yeah. Brooks, you remember those?
2: Yeah. The Brooks, I had Magic and, Magic and Larry Bird
1: had shoes the Converse, on the, the Converse. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But I, yeah, I didn't really peep peak guys shoe game out like that as if other guy if other guys were wearing their shoes and I just thought it was just them wearing their own shoes. Right. But you know, but now everybody wears everybody's shoe now. Yeah. But for him to do that back then that's it's yeah.
2: respectful. But again, like he said, it wasn't nothing to be said on the court about it. We go compete while I'm out here. But right, I'm right. I'm gonna, I'm I'm just gonna wear have your shoes, shoes or not. Right, right. Hey, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you every bucket I got. You know what I'm right. saying? So Uh, I think the second one for me was um, when he, again, you know, how we always discuss it's the journey, it's the process. And a lot of kids Mm -hmm. that listen to the show as well got to understand like, when he went to visit Houston and he Houston. saw Lajuan and Clyde Drexler, right. they came out the tunnel and they were just bigger, faster, stronger. And then he got to watch and play up close. He was like, yo, I'm not ready yet. You know what right. I'm saying? I, like I got to do something to get my game ready and I'm not there today. I'll get there in a couple years, but today <laughs> I'm not ready. Changed his whole perspective on being ready for college
1: basketball. Right. That, that, that little scenario, how he described it, like especially, you know how hype it is, you know, going to like a top basketball game, you know, just top football games, high school, just the crowd, the energy, that atmosphere, the popcorn, the burgers, you got Cokes. And then I'm, I literally, when he explained that, I'm envisioning him standing like maybe in the tunnel somewhere or courtside and he's watching these guys run in. I'm like, I'm like, eyes just getting big. (laughs) Right. (laughs) <laughs> right, just think if he had committed, he probably wanted to decommit. Like, right, no, I right. Ready
2: for this. I ain't ready, but again, yeah. that's the process. Um, and again, I think the third thing that we try to get into a little bit about about the business of professional sports, and he got to discuss it regarding when he got traded. How he was, yeah. uh, he went down to his uh, the head coach and general manager at the time, Don Nelson. Don Nelson hotel room. And says, please tell me you didn't trade me to the Sacramento Kings. And Don Nelson goes, I trade you to the Sacramento Kings. You know, because as a player, we always think we have leverage and we have all this right. power. But again, the organization, especially when the head coach is a general manager, they're gonna do what's best for their organization. There's always that butting of heads between athlete and administrators in the in an organization. Right, right. Yeah.
1: Well, so Craig, I like to to follow up with that. You know, he was saying that he didn't want to be, you know, he he asked Don about who was the best. The best one on the most valuable on the team, and he said right.
2: Larry Bird. He was no, Chris Mullins. He said Chris Chris Mullins. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Yeah, yeah, the other uh, yeah, white was, guy. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> uh Yeah. So yeah, uh, to piggyback that, uh, he said he went to Dunn. He's like, okay, well, who's the best? Who's the best? Who do you think is the best player on the team? And he and he said Chris Mullins. Mm. So he's like, okay, well, who's the second best? So he think if he thought he was the second best, and he's getting paid three point one, okay. Pay me three then. There it is. So, <laughs> that, he, wasn't bit, trying, he wasn't trying He trying to allow him to, to prove himself, but yeah. as, as Mitch said, he didn't say that he wanted to be traded. He wanted to prove himself.
2: Right. And again, the business of professional sports, right? Yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate the guest, Mitch, for coming on. NBA Hall of Famer, right? That's it. We got two, we got NBA, got NFL, Hall of Famers. That's what we do right here on Get Your Popcorn Ready Podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Keep it locked. Stay tuned. Subscribe. Swipe up. Sharing is caring.
2: Peace. Peace. Okay.